0: New climate tool
1: that delivers future scenarios to your area. This tool has really been designed around trying to give people a picture of some of the types of weather and impacts that they might experience where they live.
0: Two weeks to Christmas, but what's in store weather
1: wise?
2: Uh, at the moment, the mobile westerlies look like dominating through next week. Some computer models hinting at a blocking pattern through Christmas week.
0: It's Friday, the 11th of December, and you're listening to Weather Snap from the Met Office. Hello, I'm Claire Nazir, and you're listening to WeatherSnap, an insider's guide to the week's weather brought to you direct from Met Office HQ. The latest interactive visualisation tool on climate change is a joint venture involving the Met Office Hadley Centre and the BBC. Dr Mark McCarthy has been involved in the project.
1: This came about through discussions between ourselves and the BBC. They were very keen to develop a new visualization tool, which would allow anyone from across the country to really get a better picture for how climate change might impact where they live. And in the latest set of climate projections for the UK that have been developed by Met Office, really get down to spatial scales and spatial resolution of information that we've not had before. Um, So the BBC were very keen to capitalise this and and develop something that could engage the public in what climate change might mean. We often talk about it in terms of averages and uh, ranges of, of futures. So this tool has really been designed around trying to give people a picture of some of the types of weather and impacts that they might experience where they live.
0: So we're stripping away the statistical analysis and just exposing the bare bones of what the extreme weather could be. How does it work then? How would I, say, learn about climate impacts where I live in the northwest of England?
1: The tool itself is based around postcodes. So in order to access the information, all you need to do is know your postcode or or a postcode that you're interested in. You enter that in and what the tool does is it goes away and underpinning it are all the formal statistics and data uh, from the Met Office around climate change and changing climate. So we'll tell you about things like the hottest Summer day and the warmest winter day. Uh, What does that look like now where you live? What might that look like if the world warms by two degrees or four degrees? What is the wettest day now or in a two or four degree world?
0: So, I presume of interest for someone like myself, but for people who are planning ahead, whether it's town planners or people who are in construction, it's very useful information which is incredibly accessible now.
1: Yes, that's right. So the key here was about the accessibility. So there's further information about the methodology and the data that underpins it. And it's that point of access, if you like, So it's making that information accessible. But for those people who really do want to start to use this information in their decision making, planners, constructions, actually it's following through that information to the richer and more detailed information that can best inform those sorts of risk analyses that they they may need to make. And for more information about where you can find
0: out about future climate scenarios in your area, check out the Met Office website and on the main page, you can click to the climate change tool. For many people, preparations will be well underway for Christmas. And as meteorologists at this time of year, one question pops up again and again. Will we see snow on Christmas Day? While snow did make a brief appearance recently, it didn't stay for long. So what are the conditions required for a dusting of the white stuff here in the UK?
3: For snow to form, you need two things. An atmospheric temperature below freezing and sufficient moisture in the air. When that happens, water vapour, which would normally condense into cloud droplets, changes directly into ice without ever becoming a liquid. The vapour gathers around tiny particles such as salt or soot, eventually forming ice crystals. Crystals begin to grow as more water vapour freezes and they collide within the cloud. Eventually the ice crystals become snowflakes which are then heavy enough to start to fall out of the cloud. If a snowflake passes through warmer air it will begin to melt and become sleet or rain. Snowflakes falling through moist air that is slightly above zero degrees will clump together and form the classic, fluffy flake. Flakes that fall through really cold, dry air don't easily stick together and these give rise to the loose powder snow beloved of skiers. Down at ground level, as long as the ground and air temperature remain cold enough to prevent melting, snow will start to accumulate, allowing a few of us, perhaps, to wake up to that magical Christmas landscape.
0: Well, it's still early days, but how are weather conditions looking for snow at Christmas or in the immediate future?
2: Well, sadly, I'm going to disappoint the snowmantics because there's not a lot of snow in the forecast, certainly for the next few days. It's turning milder through the weekend with more wet and windy weather on the way. We've had a battleground going on throughout this week with high pressure blocked over the continent, and low pressure systems trying to come in from the Atlantic, and they are now finally starting to win. Saturday, though, should at least bring some brighter skies. It's been a a bit of a glum week for many, but I think Northern Ireland, Wales, South West England will see sunny spells on Saturday with a few showers. And the Midlands, South East England, South West Scotland, North West England should cheer up through the day. Much of Eastern England and a good part of Eastern and Northern Scotland will stay rather glum on Saturday with further rain to come. Sunday then starts dry in the east but the weather system will come sweeping in finally we're seeing uh, weather systems move in with a strengthening breeze so things getting wet and windy for most on Sunday but that weather system will also bring some milder air so temperatures in single figures on Saturday will be replaced on Sunday by temperatures up to 12 maybe 13 Celsius across the south could still be pretty chilly on Sunday across the northeast, but even here milder air will arrive on Sunday night. That mixed feeling uh, continues into next week, weather systems continuing to come in from the Atlantic, so showery, temperatures a bit above average and often breezy is the theme for much of next week. As for that question about a white Christmas, well the simple, boring answer, it is still just too early to tell. Uh, At the moment the mobile westerlies look like dominating through next week. Some computer models, hinting at a blocking pattern through Christmas week and that could allow it to turn cold enough for snow but that's just one ingredient, remember. So yes, at the moment the message is simply stay tuned. On Wednesday we'll have the 10-day trend and that will give us our first indication perhaps Towards Christmas time, of how the temperatures could be looking. It'll be closer to the 20th, though, before we have a, a decent idea on pressure patterns around the time. And then for accurate snow forecasts, you're really only looking at 48 hours ahead. So at this stage, it is a question of watch this space and make sure you're following the Met Office.
0: Thanks, Alex. And now over to Bonnie Diamond with last week's highs and lows. Here are your weekly extremes from Monday, the 30th of November, to Sunday, the 6th of December. The highest max occurred on Monday at Laming and Topcliffe in North Yorkshire with a high of 12.1 degrees celsius. The coldest place was Altnahara in the northwest highlands with a minima of minus 9.6 celsius that was recorded during the early hours of Friday. Friday was also the wettest day of the week, this time at Chillingham Barnes in Northumberland where 42.8 millimetres of rain fell. And the sunniest day was Sunday with Northwake in Devon enjoying 7.1 hours of sunshine. Thanks, Bonnie. That's it for WeatherSnap. I'm Claire Nazir and the producer is Adrian Holloway. WeatherSnap is a podcast by the UK Met Office.